following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on a championship Friday. What a weekend to grab some Honolulu Blue, that adult-crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade, vodka. You must be 21 and up to enjoy. Look for it in your local pub, restaurant, bar, or store here in Michigan. Or when you go back to watch the Lions at Ford Field, you'll find Honolulu Blue inside Ford Field. This broadcast will feature a look ahead to tomorrow night's Big Ten Championship game with Iowa and Michigan. We'll go to Iowa, talk to some Hawkeye insiders, and also we'll bring the team in from the Wolverine.com. Chris Ballas, Clayton Safey, John Borton, Anthony Broom in a moment. Broom, Ballas, and Safey are currently in a helicopter going from Ann Arbor to downtown Indy. I think Broom is going to join us from the Maize and Blue Chopper. That will be coming up in a few moments. We'll talk about all the championship games this weekend in the Power Five, set up what could happen if Michigan beats Iowa. They should. They're a 23.5-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. 34-and-a-half on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. The over-under total points in the game, it's gone down. I think a lot of people are believing that Iowa's not going to score a point against that Michigan defense. We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's your prediction on the Michigan-Iowa game? You can tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Add HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Jake Butt, former Wolverine tight end. He works for the Big Ten Network and Fox. He'll join us in less than 30 minutes. Andrew Grassheis, my good friend from the Ada Chili and Beer Festival that benefits the West Michigan Ronald McDonald House. That is tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. in Ada. This is one of the biggest chili and beer festivals. Music, it's free to get in. You just buy tickets to eat and drink. 
21 and up to enjoy the adult beverages, but it is family friendly. Downtown Ada, you can't miss it tomorrow. We'll talk to Grass coming up before the end of the broadcast. I'll deliver a huge opinion on the Pistons, who have lost 16 straight, but they played hard. That's the theme from the Twitterverse when it comes to some Pistons fans. I don't know how it gets better. 16 losses is 16 losses in a row. Slice it, dice it, do what you want. Lions and the Saints on Sunday down in New Orleans. I'll deliver a huge opinion on that game. I also want your prediction not only on Iowa, Michigan, but you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. I want your prediction on Lions and the Saints. I think the Lions will take care of business. I think it's going to be a tighter game than most think. I'll take a field goal victory and just get out of there. That's it. Take a field goal win and just get out of there with a W. That's all. So you can make your prediction on Michigan, Iowa, and also Lions and the Saints. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. I like Michigan by 10. I think Iowa's defense, again, could the game be 17-7 and be a snoozer? I'm really not like locked in on wanting to see the greatest performance known to mankind on Saturday night. Just get the W and get to the Final Four and celebrate a third straight Big Ten championship. That, that's my angle on this. Anthony Broom right now is en route from Ann Arbor to Indy in the Wolverine.com chopper. First class travel, that's all they do. Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas. Uh, they get the chopper in, they chop her out. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. How you doing, Anthony? Well, I am piloting the chopper today, so honored to do so. I have this route on autopilot now, so that's nice good to be back. Hey, you know what? The FAA just waived the rule. Pilots can do huge show interviews <laughs> and just put the chopper on autopilot. I love it. There you go. All right, so you got the Wolverine.com crew. You guys are heading down uh, to Indy. Uh, what do you think when that game ends tomorrow will be the storyline of the 2023 Big Ten Championship game? Well, I feel like it's going to be a three, three-and-a-half-hour buildup to the meetup that we've all been waiting for, right? Tony Petiti, Jim Harbaugh. Um, you know, I don't think that Jim Harbaugh is going to bring a trash can up there with him and bash it over his head, but um, it, it could be it could be interesting. I'm sure Michigan has something cooked up for that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, in your, like you said in your lead-in, this is a game where – just get the win. I mean, I don't know that there's not really, you know, playing Iowa doesn't lend itself really to style points. I know a couple of years ago, obviously Michigan was able to sort of run it up late, try and get that, uh, try and get that one seat uh, in the in the playoff. But you know, this is a game where you just you just get through it, and it feels like stop short of calling it a coronation, but this isn't. It's not quite the celebration that two years ago will have been because they have bigger fish to fry than the Iowa Hawkeyes over this next you know, stretch of games that they'll play. What's interesting, I've heard from a lot of people who found it very easy to get good price tickets, and I think when you compare it to the demand for Ohio State 
last Saturday at the big house where people couldn't even get their hands on tickets. I, I believe a lot of Michigan fans are just looking ahead, trying to score tickets uh, to one of the semifinals, if not the championship game. There, there doesn't seem this buzz about Iowa-Michigan tomorrow, like you would think. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like the tickets were actually much lower than they have been. Uh, Michigan fans are kind of used to making that trip now, and now you position yourself for, okay, well, are we going to go down to Indianapolis, or do we do we punt on that and go out to the Rose Bowl, or Michigan somehow finds it? I mean, I still think it's going to be a very heavy Michigan crowd. I actually have friends of my own that are jumping on it and coming into town because the prices were what they were. So, again, it's... Uh, it just kind of all boils down to for everyone, knowing that there are bigger games ahead and wanting to be a It's not exactly going to be basketball on grass or on turf tomorrow either in terms of what maybe both offenses are able to do. So I think all that buzz is being safe for what comes after tomorrow night. What do you think are the keys for Michigan to beat Iowa and get their third straight Big Ten football title? I mean, the key is just to not to not make your own mistakes. I mean, Iowa is a team, given all their, even with all their warts, it is a team that is incredibly disciplined. They're going to do what they do and do it, you know, especially defensively very well. Now, they don't really do much of anything on offense. As bad as you think that offense is, go in and look a little deeper. It's even worse than you could possibly imagine. But for Michigan, it's avoiding the, you know, the uncharacteristic mistakes. They can't get caught looking ahead. You know, they still are in a win and get into the playoffs uh, situation themselves. So it's take care of the football, uh, stay healthy, too. I mean, that's a key, not just tomorrow, but, you know, everything that they have in front of them after this. But, uh, you know, the key is just to, just to play your game. Uh, I don't think Iowa's going to be able to move the ball. And as long as you don't turn over the football, you should be able to do enough to walk out of there with, even if it's an ugly victory, a Michigan victory nonetheless. So with a Michigan win, they're assured at least number two on Sunday when the college football playoff Final Four is revealed with a Georgia loss to Alabama, which I believe will happen this weekend. Michigan could become the one seed. They almost seem destined to play, you know, Oregon or Washington, that winner from tonight uh, in the Rose Bowl for TV purposes. And you would think if Alabama wins, they're in. I don't know. Texas may have a big argument about that, seeing that the Longhorns won in Tuscaloosa. Uh, so, And will Georgia get in if they lose? Will they be the four seed? And all of a sudden, Michigan will have to play Georgia uh, in the Sugar Bowl, which wouldn't really seem like you're getting any advantage there. Uh, how do you think when we get to Sunday, Anthony and Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the eve of the Big Ten championship game. How will this weekend play out? When we get to Sunday, people will say, I remember Huge and Anthony Broom were saying this. On your side, what would that be? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, this this feels like the most con- consequential weekend of championship games that we've seen uh, in this current setup. So there's a lot to still figure out. I mean, for Michigan, it's a win in your end situation. I would just be a Pac-12 champion. They're going to be in, and everything else is kind of up for grabs still. So, I mean, from tra- from a travel perspective, I think that New Orleans would certainly be more beneficial to Michigan. But then again, is it? 
if you have to play uh, if you have to play Georgia or even a Florida State, uh, you know that fan base would travel for that too. But um, you know, it does kind of feel like everything is cosmically setting up for Michigan and the Pac-12 champion playing in the Rose Bowl. Uh, you know, as is you know, we talk about so much about how traditions are being stripped out of college football. That would be one last, I guess, gift from the the football gods, so to speak, for you know the objective viewers. But I feel like you know, I I think whoever comes out of this Pac-12 game is probably Michigan's biggest threat in what a four-team field could look like, just because of the offensive firepower. Uh, so to me, I mean, if you're a Michigan fan, I think you're you're probably rooting for the Washington Huskies tonight because I think that Oregon might be the best team in the country right now. Take away the you know, the rankings and all those types of things, but um, yeah, I do think that if I have to plant a flag and where I think it's headed, I think it's probably going to end up beating Michigan and probably Oregon in the Rose Bowl in the college football playoff. Now, it will be pretty simple over the next two days to figure out what will happen Sunday if Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State all win. Florida State could be down to their third-string QB. But if all four win, there you go. One versus four would be Georgia and Florida State in the Sugar Bowl, and then Washington and Michigan out in the Rose Bowl. Either way, uh, whatever team they get, uh, that is going to be interesting. I do think Oregon is the better team. I see they're favored by, did I see 10.5 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board? They're expecting an Oregon route on Washington. Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey, we'll talk to Chris Ballas later. They're on their way uh, down to Indy for the Big Ten Championship game. Johnny Borden, the senior columnist insider, will join us later. My conversation with Doug Skeen for the Michigan Football Podcast. That's done weekly with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. A lot to get to uh, here over the next couple of hours. Anthony, safe travels. Enjoy the night, the game, and the weekend. Of course, the chopper is almost there. So we'll Look at that autopilot. Ballas was getting a massage. You got a masseuse table in your chopper, the Wolverine.com. Uh, Personal chef for Clayton Safey. My Lord. Uh, you guys are spoiled. It, the life you live with the Wolverine.com is unmatched. It really is, Anthony. If, if you only knew. If you only knew. Hey, by the way, Anthony, you are a CMU grad, correct? I am, yeah. Okay, is it just me? I was thinking about this coming into work today, and it, it's a way for the Big Ten Championship. Nobody's identified who was on the sidelines yet. There, there's been no positive identification of, of who was in that CMU coach's gear on the CMU sidelines for the Michigan State game to start this past season. Well, I'll just say this. Um, in my time and in my experience of Mount Pleasant and of Central Michigan University, memory and recollection at times escaped me up there. So, again, I don't know if it's just something in the water or, or what's going on. No, it's not uh, water. It's not water, Anthony. No, it's, <laughs> it's something. But it's something. Yeah, it's know. not water and it's something in the air. It's a combo. It's a combo. It's a chip combo deal. Okay. I've been up there old school end of the world parties and I love Mount Pleasant. Great place with Soren Eagle, the CMU campus bars. Uh, Anthony, uh, land the chopper. You guys enjoy 
your dinner tonight on Ballas. He's going to roll up the expense account for the On3.com people. He told Clayton, anything you want, as much as you want, it's on me, kid. Well, we're, we're going to live it up and uh, maybe even add the lobster bisque or a shrimp cocktail to while we're at it. Let's hey, see what happens. I, I, they don't seem like a lobster bisque type of crew. Huh? Clayton Safey is, is nodding right now. He's a lobster bisque guy. So. Okay. Oh, Clayton, Clayton sees free food. He, it's like he's on the prices, right? Or Wheel of Fortune, ready to win uh, the prize. Okay. All right. Tell Clayton I'll talk to him later while he's going through the menu already on the way down. And Ballas and the crew, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, go there for team coverage in between their lobster bisque. Uh, you can get a preview on the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines at thewolverine.com. Anthony, always appreciate the time on the huge show. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right. There he is, Anthony Broom. Yeah, they're all traveling. Did Ballas text you? What'd he say? Oh, you texted me? We got Jake Butt coming up in our next segment. I like Jake Butt, and I cannot lie. Others may deny, but I like Jake Butt. I like Jake, but and I cannot lie. <laughs> What's worse? I like Jake, but and I cannot lie. Or stout, stout, let it all out. These are the teams that we're talking about. We did like stout, stout, let it all out. These are the teams that we're talking about. We'll come on. I'm talking to Tim. Come on. Or we can do, I like Jake, but I cannot lie. <laughs> you know, Anthony Bellino from the Michigan Sports Network, he's a host of X's and Bros. Heard weekday morning, 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. I know he's on 100.9 FM, the Mid- Midland Bay City Saginaw weekday mornings. He's on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Uh, also up in Charlevoix, Petoskey to the bridge, 104.7 and AM 1340, the ticket. Does a great show. It's awesome. Sports Extra 1330 in Flint. I think you hear Anthony Bellino. He did a little montage. Looking back at the game, Ohio State, the W, to get everybody pumped up. The biggest game of the season. It's the world-famous Ohio State Buckeyes and the Michigan Wolverines do or die. McCarthy flush, steps up, going to throw on the run, touchdown! Michigan touchdown, Roman Wilson. Reverses it. Trouble on that sack. Loose ball. Picked up. Michigan has it. Touchdown, Wolverine. Pressure here. They hand it off. Donovan Edwards. Here's the Don. Down the sideline. Touchdown, Wolverine. 22 yards. Oh, hey.
taking the play. Underneath, intercepted. Michigan, Will Johnson, jumped around, cross forward, and has it at the five-yard line. McCarthy right down the middle. Rowan Wilson, touchdown, Wolverines. J.J. McCarthy, looking over the middle. Can stop me. Taking a chance in a 10. It's going to be knocked around. Caught up to the flexion by Johnson. Touchdown, Michigan. McCord looks, fires, intercepted. That was a great little montage of the big moments of the season done by A.B. Did he steal that from somebody? It's pretty good. I like that music, too. I was bumping. You could hear me rapping in the background. I was getting after it. Jake Butt, former Michigan tight end, part of the Big Ten Network football crews. He'll join us next. We'll talk Iowa-Michigan. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. Don't miss holiday deals at Meyer. Shop select Lego play sets for 30% off. December Home Holiday Indoor Decor is buy one, get one 50% off. And December Home Holiday Ornaments and Lifelike Trees and Phillips Lights are 20% off. These deals and products won't last long at these prices. Head to Meyer today to shop holiday deals in one stop. Plus, pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now, they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news 
press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan 19 radio station strong for the one close to you go to the huge show.net there you can listen to the free online stream weekdays at three and on the iHeart app search the huge show and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service we do have our Honolulu blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft distillery your predictions on Michigan Iowa Lions and the Saints on Sunday, speaking of Michigan-Iowa, that's the second part of the question where you can make a prediction on that game. Jake Butt, former Wolverine tight end, doing a great job with the Big Ten Network. TV coverage in studio and more. Uh, he is standing by. I want to get his thoughts on the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines tomorrow. How you doing, my man? Doing good, man. Thanks for uh, having me on. Excited to talk to you. All right, from uh, last Saturday with uh, just an epic uh, battle uh, between the Buckeyes and the Wolverines. The big house as electric as I've ever seen it. I wasn't there two years ago, that game in the snow. Uh, now yeah. you get Iowa, a team that really is, is probably the worst scoring top 25 uh, Big Ten West champion right. in history. What about this matchup? Yeah, well, I mean, you said it, right? I mean, this is just a, it's a tough matchup. You know, Michigan. You look at you look across at all the conference title games. You got Alabama and Georgia, two of the best teams in in, in college football. You got Oregon, Washington, two of the best teams in college football. Um, you know, you can kind of go down the list. And you know, Iowa's a phenomenal football team, but the offense struggles to put up points. And you know, most offenses struggle to put up points against this Michigan defense. So from that standpoint, it's just a challenging matchup. So. You know, you'd love to say, well, maybe maybe we can get some points on special teams. Maybe we can get some turnovers. Well, the the other issue Iowa's dealt with is injuries. They're without their punt returner and their best defensive player, best player overall, and Cooper DeGene, who would be the guy they lean on in these type of situations. So um, the room for error for Iowa tomorrow is effectively zero. They need to do everything right to avoid any mistake. And, and even that doesn't guarantee anything, right? That just guarantees them a potential chance to keep this thing close. Well, with how big it was uh, before, during, and after that Ohio state game last weekend, knowing you're walking into a 10 and two Iowa team, as much as we want to 
rip their offense or injuries or whatever they've dealt with. They found a way to win and win the Big yep. Ten West and they're you know, top 18 in the college football playoff rankings. Uh, let down. Uh, you've been there three straight years, some of these guys. Uh, you're looking ahead to the college football playoff with a win. Uh, any chance for that uh, typical letdown football game? Yeah, no, that's always something you got to be aware of. But the the reason teams, you know, you know, have those kind of letdowns is because of a lack of maturity, a lack of leadership, um, you know, a lack of discipline. And we have a bunch of data points at this point throughout the season to show that that's not what this Michigan team is made up of. Remember, you know, they were at, they were without Coach Harbaugh the first three games of the season. That was a chance for us to see their maturity. You know, they they were at, without. Coach Harbaugh for six games total this year. And for the first time in a long time, Michigan is the, the favorites to win the Big Ten at conference as a whole. So they've dealt with that, you know, with grace and, and they've held that standard all year long and proven time and time again that they are mature, that they are disciplined, that they do have great team leadership and coaching staff leadership even beyond Coach Harbaugh. So um, there, that's something to be aware of. But I, I would not be concerned if I was a Michigan fan. This team seems ready for the moment. And really, they've told us all year long, even going back to the TCU game, that their goal was to win a national title. I believe this team is good enough to compete for one. So they understand they don't have time to sleepwalk in a conference title game against a good Iowa Hawkeye football team. What tells you they're national championship ready compared to what we watched the last two college football playoffs? Well, really, in order to be, you know, unless you're Georgia, unless you're Alabama, where you're just littered and littered with five-star talent, you know, a team, you know, other teams that are trying to break through, you kind of need the stars to align, like timing matters. You need a little bit of luck. And what I mean by that is you need veteran presence with experience, with talent, and you need it all at the same time. That's what Michigan has right now. You know, going back to the offseason, they were the team that returned the fifth most production in college football. And that was from the team that did everything that happened last year, winning the Big Ten title and going to the college football playoff. So the timing looks great for him. The other piece of it is we, we know, we, you know, even when Michigan was struggling, you know, a, a decade ago, the defense has always been in place. So we know the defense is ready to compete and win. And, uh, you know, I felt they've had a national title defense for a few years. Now the question was, is what about their offense and specifically their passing game? Well, we know Michigan can run the football, run the football and play defense. That's the formula. But what we've seen this year is JJ McCarthy take that huge, huge step. You know, at one point he was knocking on the door being the Heisman betting favorite. His play allows them to play complementary offensive football, which allows them to play complementary team football. Really, just the assemblance of this team, it's the best it's been at Michigan in you know, over a few decades now. Yeah, this is the first Michigan team I've looked at and said there's not a weakness, a hole. Even when you can lose Zinner, which says something about the depth yeah. on the O-line, but there, if I'm an opponent, every once in a while I'll say, okay, and Ohio State was doing it. They're working the edge. It, it seems Michigan speed on the edge, teams with a quarterback that can turn the corner, fastbacks, receivers who can uh, you know, make a quick cut. Speed on the edge has hurt them in the past, but now this Michigan defense is so fast to the football, fastest I've ever seen from the Wolverines. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and really, when I was calling a couple uh, Michigan games uh, earlier in the year, I was talking to Coach Minter, Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, about how they take that next step. And he mentioned that, and it's that when you say that, it's actually not always just about athleticism. You know, it's about reading your uh, reading with your eyes. It's about your film study, and it's about your ability to trigger and trust your eyes seeing things before they actually happen and then trigger on it. And, and again, that's part of this is the maturity of Michigan. They have a lot of experience at all three levels. They're extremely deep and they're so talented that guys can just trust each other to do their job and trust the guy next to you is also going to do his job. That's how you get a, a unit playing team, team defense. So um, yeah, you're exactly right. It, it just feels like a complete team at this point. Jake, but he does a heck of a job on TV. He's like uh, the next uh, Joe Klatt. I really think he's going to go uh, top shelf, former uh, Wolverine uh, tight end. Uh, final thought here before I let you go. Is this J.J. McCarthy's final season in Ann Arbor? It's a good question. I mean, you could certainly make the case either way, right? I mean, if, if they win a national title, um, you know, you could say, well, well, why not go out while you're out uh, on top? You know, the other challenge here is, you know, how veteran this Michigan football team is right now. Extremely veteran. They're going to have 15, 16 guys get drafted. Coach Harbaugh has said he thinks they might set the record for most guys drafted in one single draft next year. So if you're the quarterback, you have to weigh the chances to say, man, all of our talent's leaving. Now is the time for me to go to the NFL. But I will say this about J.J., He's a rare, rare person and a rare, rare athlete in the sense he loves the University of Michigan. He loves Coach Harbaugh. He loves the fans and the team and the culture. So for a guy like him, it's all on the table. I can see him really weighing this decision both ways. You know, even if he's a first-round pick, he's so rare that he'd be the type of guy to consider coming back even if he was projected as a first-round pick. And it could hinge on Harbaugh. Uh, I think there's going to be multiple NFL openings and also openings where, you know, if it works out, Harbaugh could end up uh, drafting J.J. That's a wait and see. I think everyone everyone seems focused on uh, this regular season, which is complete. Now the Big Ten championship game tomorrow against Iowa. And then get out there and try and win two games, do something you haven't done yet the last two years is just win a college football playoff game and get to the championship in Houston. Exactly. No, exactly. And that's, that, that'd be a heck of a way for him to, to, for him to go out. Um, and, and he's got that serious chance. So I don't think any of these guys are looking ahead or, um, you know, that's not where their heads are at. It seems like these guys are singularly focused on having a chance to actually compete for a national title and get that ring. I mean, it's been a long time coming since Michigan fans or players or coaches can say that with a, with a straight face. And for people outside the program to say, yeah, you know what? They really can do it. Speaking of Michigan doing it, I'm thinking, you know, 20 to 6, uh, 20 to 7, 17 3. I think that's going to be the style game uh, we're going to see tomorrow, unless Michigan can just blow their socks off on offense. Uh, the line is minus 23 and a half. Michigan, given that total points number, is down to 34 and a half. It's. It's it's crazy right. to try and predict what's going to happen tomorrow night. 
Yeah, well, I mean, look, Penn State handled business 31 nothing earlier in the year, right? And, and that was back when they still had, you know, Eric All. That's back when they still had uh, Cooper DeGene. They, they still had some of these guys. Um, now, I know Iowa's gotten better as a football team, but it's hard to predict. Um, really, I just know that, you know, Michigan has the edge in a number of different categories right now. Jake Butt, see him on the Big Ten Network. Fox, former Wolverine tight end, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess on Jake, good stuff. Enjoy the game. Thank you. All right, Jake Butt, uh, checking in. On the eve of the Big Ten Championship game, Chris Ballas. Johnny Borton, Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com. All will join us in the next couple of hours. We'll check in with Grass, Andrew Grassheis. Uh, he's part of a great group of men and women and businesses who come together every year for the Ada Chili and Beer Festival in downtown Ada. They draw like 3,000 people, if not more. It's free to get in. You buy your tickets to sample the chili and also... Uh, your beverages, and all the proceeds go to the West Michigan Ronald McDonald House. So I'm proud to be a part of it. We'll talk to Grass later. But if you're not doing anything, it's 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. They set up those times on purpose because of the Big Ten and the SEC championship, I think, is at 4, Alabama, Georgia. So I'll be there tomorrow. Stop out, downtown 80. Can't miss it. Uh, They've already put up the Big Ten. I I talked to Johnny Mohawk from... Uh, the Dirty Shame Bar and Grill. He won the Lowell Chili Cook-Off. And I'm pulling up uh, to get gas at Meyer Knapp's Corner. And he has a group of guys. It looked like, I thought they were looking at blueprints, right? And they were actually looking at ingredients and how they're mixing their chili. They were breaking it down. He, he introduced them as their chili team, and they all had jackets. The Big Bean chili team and I'm like Johnny Mohawk what are you doing I thought you said your chili has no beans he goes they don't but I needed a cool nickname and we ordered these jackets and I got the fifth one free I go you look like a bad band so he won the low chili cook off and he says he's going for back to back championships and he was wearing the low chili cook off belt At first, when I looked at him, I said, damn, is that Conway Twitty? Is he doing a concert on his way up to Soren Eagle? Hold on, Brad. Is Conway Twitty alive? Can you, can you Google that for a second? Could you Google that for a second? And, is he alive? I hope he is. I really do. I, I hope. Conway's alive. Is he alive? Just Google it. Phones aren't working. Internet's slow. Is he alive? He died in 93. Out of all the country people I could have picked, I, I, I pick a guy who's been dead for 20 years? 30. Oh, excuse me. I'm I'm not going to win the math contest in downtown Ada there at the Van Andel Library. Oh, he's been dead 30 years. Oh, my God. Johnny Mohawk resurrected Conway Twitty. And they call it Conway Chili with the Big Bean Team.
Get out there tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. in downtown Ada. Remember all the drink tickets? Everything you buy uh, benefits the West Michigan Ronald McDonald House. He's been dead 30 years, and I bring him up. Uh, That's good. That's nice. More on Iowa, Michigan, Lions, and the Saints coming up. You want to join in? Our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Your prediction on Michigan, Iowa, Lions, and the Saints. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also text IMPACT to 21000 if you want a shot at winning Lomas Brown's tricked out golf cart, courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, north of GR. Impact just became Michigan's newest authorized Yamaha golf cart dealer. They're in Rockford, like I said, north of GR. Anybody listening across the state, you want a golf cart for your golf club, uh, your neighborhood, uh, your workplace, uh, the lake house, whatever you need, you can trick it out. You can custom design it with Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports. Uh, also, Christmas is right around the corner, so Drew wanted me to remind everybody they got a huge selection of golf carts, kids' ATVs, uh, UTVs, e-bikes, and more at prices. Nobody can beat Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile in Rockford, just north of GR. If you want to get in on that contest where you could win Lomas Brown's golf cart, text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest Josh Grayson. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. 
If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Busy hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. Superfly Hayes is our talented producer. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion interview hour or full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Like I said, free podcast. Search The Huge Show and you can catch up and listen when you want to. Big. Bad. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on championship weekend. Michigan and Ohio tomorrow night. ton of title games. I'll go through and give you all my predictions. I like the Lions in a close one on Sunday. I really do. Just get out of New Orleans with a W. They need it. If they lose, that bandwagon is going to slide right off the tracks. Even though they're on a collision course for a celebration for the NFC North title, but you go lose again. New Orleans is banged up. I know it's on the road. Like with Michigan, Iowa, and the Lions, New Orleans, just just win. Huh? I'm not worried about style points. 
Get a W. When you're late in the season, just get a win. Michigan, a 23-and-a-half point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Over-under is dipped to 34-and-a-half total points scored is the line. I'm going to throw out another Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue, adult-crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade, vodka. It's awesome. Ask for it at your local pub, bar, restaurant. Look for it in stores across Michigan, and also look for it when you're at a Lions game. They serve it up inside Ford Field. Over or under, 34 and a half, the Michigan-Iowa game tomorrow. Hmm. 34 and a half, that's normally like two great defensive teams in the NFL. You can join us on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Because they are a Michigan-based bank with Michigan-based decision makers and your money stays right here in Michigan. You can join us at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opted on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. In a moment, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, along with Clayton Safey and Anthony Broom. They are on their way to Indy. The chopper has landed. Now their limo with a Indiana State Police motorcade taking them to an undisclosed location where they'll write their award-winning stories, including Who the Hell is Connor Stallions? Followed by Clayton Safey's piece, We're about a month and a half in. Has anybody from CMU identified who the hell was on the sidelines? I think Chris is ready to join us. Superfly Hayes tells me they're treated like royalty. I swear, these guys are big time. How you doing, Chris? I'm just getting my own luggage out of the back of a car and, uh, like, got five bags. Yeah, not royalty, Bill, but uh, you know what? We're just happy to be here, brother. Third year in a row, you know? Get used to this. Third year in a row, you're going to take the boys out for a dinner on the on3.com expense account. They love it. (laughs) We are going to St. Elmo's, man. We got our... uh, We got our... um, we got our reservation, and uh, all the Buckeyes left town, apparently. So they're all sad and uh, opened up all the reservations for us. There are always a few stragglers here. We always get a few comments from the Buckeyes here that thought they were going to be here, and Clayton always wishes them well in whatever bowl game they, they're going to, and uh, it's a lot of fun, Bill. It's nice to be on the on the other side of this rivalry for a change, you know what I mean? Oh, and I love how, after the fact, here we go with Connor Stallions and reports of more tickets bought to Ohio State games where they're trying to – Take away the fact that Michigan won that game uh, without any signal stealing or anything last Saturday. Just it really trying to push that narrative right now. It, it just doesn't fit. It makes it, it no. makes Ohio State look even worse in my mind. It does. It's it's you know what? It's it's embarrassing. Frankly, they're trying to keep that narrative alive, and nobody cares now. That's the funny part about it. It's like, okay, uh, Ryan Day kind of backed himself into a corner here and painted himself into a corner, and uh, he had to win that game to keep this narrative alive, and uh, it just didn't happen for him. So, uh, And you can kind of sense it going in, Bill. I was watching that game, and I was watching all the stuff leading up to it, and Ryan Day, uh, they looked nervous. It looked John Cooper-esque, and I wrote this in a column today. You know, Back then, John Cooper was hoping to win, and Lloyd Carr was expecting to win. 
And you got the same sense from Michigan, even without their head coach, Bill, that they were expecting to win this football game, and they went out there, and then that's exactly what they did. Ohio State was playing from behind all game. It was a tight game, to their credit. It wasn't the blowout it was the previous two years, but took care of business, and here we are again. And you know, everybody's saying this is the last go around for Michigan, so on and so forth. There's a lot of good young talent still on this team. I think that people are kind of overlooking the fact that Michigan's got some talent in the uh, in the in the younger classes as well. So it's not a foregone conclusion that this is going to be the last time they're here for a long time either. Is it the last time for Harbaugh and J.J. McCarthy? You know what? Good question. Um, And I'm not sure. I know that they're still working on the contract. There are some people uh, that are approaching it with trepidation. There are some people that just don't like Jim Harbaugh that are trying to to, to you know what, sabotage the thing, frankly. And uh, there's got to be some language. There's got to be some common ground if they're going to sign him to a deal. But I'll say this about J.J. McCarthy, though. He wants to be a Michigan captain, and that means a lot to him. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing that he's coming back, but I'm saying there is certainly a path uh, for him to come back to Michigan for another year and for a lot of people to follow him. That one more year fund, and uh, he is a different kid. And I, I've talked to his dad about this. This kid is special. Uh, in terms of all the kids that I've covered here at Michigan in a lot of years, uh, there's just something different about him. Uh, he's the humility for a guy with his talent uh, is is unbelievable. And uh, it, there's just you know what uh, he does, he loves it here so much. It would not stun me if we saw him back in Ann Arbor next year. I don't think that I'd predict it, but I certainly think there is a path for him to come back next year. Chris Bellis from the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us from Indy, where they're getting set for team coverage. Uh, with Clayton Safey, who we'll talk to later. We talked to Anthony Broom uh, earlier. He got Johnny B., uh, the senior columnist, Doug Skeen, and the Michigan Football Podcast is up uh, with Chris at the Wolverine.com. Uh, uh, this game, uh, Iowa brings a defense or banged up. Special teams and defense banged up. There are two key areas. Uh, how does Michigan match up, and how do you see this game playing out? Yeah, this will probably be the third best defense that they've played this year. No disrespect to what they've accomplished at Iowa, but Penn State's defense and Ohio State's defense, I think, are certainly more talented. This is a good fundamental defense, and the fact that they've done it without an offense this year speaks volumes to, to what they've accomplished when they're when their most valuable player is their punter, and, and they've got the, literally the worst offense, total offense-wise, in the Big Ten or in the nation, frankly. Um, you know, 130 out of 130, uh, you're asking a lot of your defense, but I think it's going to be too much for them. I think Michigan will be able to move the ball enough uh, and win comfortably in this game. I just don't see how they score. That's the thing. They can't. They've got a quarterback that's really not a D1 quarterback. And speaking to their insiders, that's their words, not ours. And you can see it with Deacon Hill with Caden, Caden McNamara out. It was tough enough with this kid. Uh, they have a hard time moving the ball across the street. They can't run the ball. Uh, they're they're down in, in that respect as well. So. Uh, it's going to take uh, some some miraculous things to happen for them to to really be in this game in the second half, in my opinion. So, um, you know what? It, but you guys still got to play it, and you got to go out there and approach it like, okay, uh, we got to get out to a lead here. You get out to an early lead here, and I think this thing will be over quickly, probably by halftime, and then uh, prepare for the playoff and whoever it is that you're going to play. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. What's your prediction on the final score? I know I posted the article uh, from the Wolverine.com yeah. with your staff picks. Uh, tell everyone across Michigan what the final score will be tomorrow, Michigan-Iowa. 
Yeah, I think I had 30 to 6, and, um, you know, I think that still covers the spread. And uh, I think Iowa's going to have a tough time getting to the 6. Now, you never know. It could be like a Rutgers type of play. Remember when they played Rutgers and they slipped on the first play of the game, went down 7 to nothing, and, uh, you know, you can always get a fluke play like that. But this is not a team that's going to move the ball on Michigan. Uh, it'll be a stunner, like I said, if this is a game in the second half. Team coverage, Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, John Borden, Doug Skeen, Clayton Safey at the Wolverine.com. They have landed in Indy. Uh, coverage leading up to the game, during the game, after the game, and also on Sunday when we get to the college football playoff, I guess a Georgia loss and a Michigan win, they're number one. And the question is, you know, based on what happened starting today with the conference title games, you want to avoid Alabama in the first round? I, I'll, I'll take Oregon or Washington, one of the Pac-12 schools, in their Final Four opener. Yeah, Oregon be tough. Uh, they're playing good football, and to play them out there in the Rose Bowl would be interesting to me. I think that'd be a, a tough matchup for Michigan. Ideally, right, you get a Florida State um, coming out west, or, or maybe um, a Texas or something like that, but uh, no matter what, when you get to the Final Four, as we saw last year, you can't take anything for granted. They overlooked TCU a little bit, and they got bit. So, um, you know, I hesitate to say that it's all gravy, Bill, at this point, because when you get to the playoff now, you want to take that next step. And uh, But, man, when you beat Ohio State and you go undefeated two years in a row, uh, it kind of feels that way. But they need to, to validate the program as a national power. You really need to win a playoff game this year. So my guess it'll be in the Rose Bowl, probably against either Oregon or Washington, a little bit traditional in that respect. And uh, can't wait to get out there, man. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun when you get to cover a team like this of, of just really good kids, what they've been through, Bill, and uh, what they've been put through by some guys with agendas, uh, to me, makes this one of the more special teams in Michigan history. All right, speaking of the team, before I let you go, Chris, and you guys get sure. uh, about doing your business and, and enjoy an evening before the title game, uh, where is the health of that Michigan football team at right now going into the Big Ten title game? Yeah, obviously Zach Zinner will be out with the broken leg, but other than that, guys with bumps and bruises, Will Johnson is questionable. Michigan's cornerback, I think they'll rest him if they can. It wouldn't surprise me to see him dress and uh, then maybe play him if they need him. But uh, against again, against this offense, I think you can get away with not playing him in this game and resting him up for the playoff which is when you're definitely going to need him. Other than that, everybody's good to go. J.J. McCarthy is back close to 100%. You can see it in that Ohio State game. He's moving really well. So they're feeling pretty good about where they are. That's pretty good. Uh, you're into December on a you know a 12-game yeah. season, and Zinner's injury happened in play, and he is recovering well. Uh, and Harbaugh was there you know, right away, went from wherever he was straight to the hospital. That says something about Harbaugh, but – for Michigan to be healthy going into the yeah. Big Ten title game and the Final Four, that's pretty good. It is, and they got lucky. I mean, it's, it's part of it, right? And it helps to have depth, too. That offensive line really gelled when Zinner went out. Trente Jones went in there. He looked fresh. He was moving people at right tackle. Carson Barnhart's more natural position is at guard anyway, and those guys have played a lot of football next to each other. So didn't miss a beat, And uh, but that's what you need if you're going to win a championship and and uh, credit to them for being able to build that kind of depth. Chris, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk Monday. Look back at the Big Ten title game and talk about if Michigan was victorious over the Hawkeyes, where they're going in the college football playoff. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Bill. All right, Chris Ballas, checking in from Indy. John Borden from the Wolverine.com here in about 20 minutes. Clayton Safey 
within the hour. Also, my conversation with Tom Crakert. He is an Iowa Hawkeye football insider. We'll have that before we're done. Uh, Andrew Grassheis, who is one of the great leaders, men and women together, who put on this Ada Chili and Beer Festival. It's free to get in. They're going to have 4,000 people in downtown Ada. They have a huge tent that's heated. Uh, They have music. Uh, They get chili contestants from all over uh, the Midwest. Uh, It's a big party, and it benefits. You buy tickets for the food samples uh, and the beverages, and all that money benefits West Michigan's Ronald McDonald House just up the street from where I'm broadcasting. So that's tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. You're not going to miss any of the big football games, Alabama, Georgia, or Michigan, Iowa, tomorrow night. Downtown Ada, you can drive by right now, you'll see the huge tent. And remember, those tickets you buy, that money benefits the Ronald McDonald House of West Michigan. If you want to join in on the conversation, our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery, your prediction on Iowa, Michigan, and also, are you going under 34.5 points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, or over? That, that is a tough question. Speaking of DraftKings, uh, the action's happening. Wings, who got a huge win last night, they're playing great hockey. They're going to be a playoff team. You have the college football championship games. You have the Lions and the Saints on Sunday. Pistons have lost 16 straight, but NBA action is out there. And right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's just 5 bucks. You bet on the Pistons or any NBA game, win or lose, you'll get your 150 and free bets instantly, but you have to use code HUGE when you sign up. And the best thing about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it's safe, secure, and reliable with 24-7 support. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and like I mentioned, New customers then can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. More on the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines. John Borton, senior columnist for the Wolverine.com. He'll join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. 
Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest, Josh Greason. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Greason. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Eve of the Big Ten Championship game, Michigan and Iowa tomorrow night in Indy. Our Honolulu Blue Huge Questions of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Over under 34 and a half on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. For Michigan and Iowa. You going over or under? Your prediction on the game and also Lions and Saints on Sunday. I'm going Michigan by 17. There will be an emotional letdown after how big everything was leading up to, during, and after the Ohio State game. And I like the Lions by three on Sunday. You can join us one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank of Michigan-based bank with locations all across our great state. 
Go talk to John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com. Get his thoughts on the Big Ten title game. How you doing, Johnny? Be with you. Uh, good to hear your voice again. Uh, what's different about this Michigan team on the eve of the Big Ten title game from the last two teams? Oh, I would say the the maybe the biggest single uh, item would be that this is completely and unequivocally J.J. McCarthy's team. He's in charge. He is. Um, He's got full command and the confidence of his coaches. There's been no doubt from start to finish that um, he's the guy in charge. And that means that uh, he's willing to do anything that they want. If they want to have him throw for 300, he can do that. If they want to throw, have him throw for 148 against Ohio State and, you know, that be – part of the means to, uh, with no turnovers, to beating the Buckeyes, he'll do that and not utter a word of complaint. I think it's the fact that he is a, a second-year starter and somebody who has been in on beating Ohio State three straight times and, and has all of that and the leadership that uh, goes with it. What does this Michigan team have that could lead them to wins in the next three games and two in the college football playoff where they haven't won one uh, the previous two years. Uh, what does this team have uh, that's different from the other two that were one and done in the playoff? Well, I think one of the things it might have is maybe uh, a less, at least two years ago, a less challenging road in the first game. We have to see how all this shakes out this weekend, but I mean, Georgia two years ago, let's face it, they were, uh, that was a pro team and uh, was about to fill NFL rosters. Um, and now you're looking at, again, a, a second-year Michigan quarterback as a starter, and you're also looking at a defense that may have an edge on either of those last two teams uh, in a second year under its coordinator. I, I think there are a lot of things about this team that uh, could give it a better chance. And, I mean, you have to factor in the fact that, uh, look, uh, a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys came back for this. And a lot of these guys remember what it was that happened uh, not only last year, but the year before that caused them to not be in that next game in that championship game uh, most of them felt they should have been last year announced it afterwards i come to coming into the season that was the whole talk look we're, we're back to uh to take the next step at least and get to that championship game and then win it harbaugh uh, uh diane rossini i think from fox said that bears have interest uh panthers got rid of uh reich are they moving fast to get their guy uh, this just feels like Harbaugh's last year. Am I off base on that? I don't, I am not thinking that way necessarily. You're going to hear uh, buzz on the NFL and all that because there always is. But uh, I, I don't think things are settled behind the scenes at Michigan at all as far as thinking anyone thinking that, uh, that Jim is not going to be here. I think they're still um, very much – in line to 
put forth that offer that that inks him for longer and uh, has him very happy here. Before I let you go, John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. I know the Wolverine.com staff made their picks. What was yours uh, in the Iowa-Michigan Big Ten title game? Well, I said it was going to be better for Iowa than it was two years ago, and it couldn't be much worse, 42-3. to But I still have Michigan pulling away in this one uh, by a score of 34-6 to because that Iowa offense remains – Anemic. Certainly, we didn't see, or we're not seeing JJ against Cade McNamara like we thought we might. Uh, and I, I just think Michigan's got too much. I think they were—they're uh, just going to pull away. Johnny Borden, enjoy that game. We'll talk next week, and hopefully, we're looking ahead to Michigan's matchup in the Final Four. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. All right, John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Tom Caker is with HawkeyeReport.com, Iowa Insider. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Want to get his thoughts on the Big Ten title game on Saturday night, Iowa and Michigan. Tom, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, how about this Iowa team? Uh, 10-2, and two, <laughs> uh, number 18 yeah. in the country, one of the worst offenses in the country. Uh, real solid on defense and special teams, an offensive coordinator, the son of the head coach who will be gone at the end of this year. Through all that, they win the Big Ten West, survive in their 10-2 and play in Michigan for the Big Ten title on Saturday night. Yeah, they're 18th in the country and average 18 points a game, and they're 10-2. <laughs> and, and I don't know that you would have – I mean, if somebody would have told me, you know, the, the fact that they got to be 10-2 and two this year doesn't surprise me. If you would have told me before the season, hey, they finished 10-2, and two, I would have said, yep, okay. But if you would have told me that Cade McNamara, Eric All, Luke Lachey all missed basically three-fourths of the season and Cooper DeGene misses the last few games, I would have told you there was probably no chance in the world that this team gets to the Big Ten title game. And yet... Here they are. They've just perfected the art of winning close games. And uh, just, you know, it's I've, I've, I've kind of termed them sometimes they're like watching one of the Walendas walk on a tight tightrope across between buildings. You, you think they're going to fall off, and, and, and then they make it to the other side, and you're celebrating a win. You know, they're a 10-2 team that easily could have been a 6-6 six and six team. And I'm not... Yeah. I'm not bagging on Ference or the Hawkeyes, Tommy. I, they they were that close to being a six and sixteen. Yeah, they are. I mean, you just look this last week against Nebraska. They in the last minute of a game they throw an interception. Nebraska has the ball and the chance to win the game, uh, win a tie. You know, it's a tie game at the time, and Nebraska turns it over and with you know thirty seconds left, and Iowa ends up kicking a field goal from a guy that hadn't kicked a field goal all year and he kicks a game-winning field goal. I mean, it's just it's crazy stuff. I mean, the, the week before, Illinois, Caleb Johnson busts a 30-yard run in the fourth quarter to give them a 15-13 lead. It, uh, the Northwestern game, it's 7-7 and uh, buck 50 left, and Iowa's offense has to go 80 yards or to get a touchdown or, you know, 50 
60 or, you know, 40, 50 yards to get it in field goal position. And they miraculously somehow hit a pass play for 30 plus yards to get in field goal position for a 53 yard game winning field goal. It's story after story after story like that this season. Yeah, even the Michigan State game, State looked like they were going to win that. Yeah. You know, with 45 scholarship players in Iowa found a way. So, and they do it and they find a way because their defense and special teams that you just alluded to. And Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com, joining us talking about Michigan-Iowa in the Big Ten Championship football game on Saturday night. So with that defense, with the special teams that we just discussed on the Hawkeye side, when you look at this Michigan team, what, what tells you that Iowa could hoist that trophy and be Big Ten champions? Or on the flip side, what tells you that it's going to be tough for Iowa to beat Michigan. Oh, I think it's just going to be tough for Iowa to beat Michigan because, you know, here's the, the other thing that's been kind of weird about this Iowa team. Last year, they were dining on turnovers. The year before, dining on turnovers all the time, creating all kinds of turnovers and creating havoc and and, and getting the ball and pick sixes and everything. They really haven't done a ton of that this year, and the sacks are down. So, uh, And the other thing is Michigan takes care of the football. They don't make mistakes they don't give the ball away so that just makes it it's gonna for Iowa to win it's gonna take multiple turnovers some short field situations but I just think Michigan's probably just too talented I think uh getting coach Harbaugh back this week is gonna galvanize that team even more and they're gonna want to go out and and play for him so uh I think I was in some (laughs) Going to be running into one this weekend, uh, you know. Uh, but you never know. You know, you got it's a, the old poker saying: you got a chip in a chair, you got a shot. We'll see what happens. Yeah, no pressure on Iowa. I mean, ten and two and uh, won yeah. the West in the Big Ten uh, championship game with uh, you know an ultimatum was given to Ference's son on where the offense needed to go. I I, I do yeah. wonder, in it, as this season finishes, even with the offensive struggles. That you're ten and two, you're an Iowa fan, you're an Iowa athletic department member, you're an Iowa board of region trustees, whatever is their governing body. Uh, how can you go blame a coach because you're ten and two and you won the West and you're in the Big Ten championship game? Yeah, it is. Um, it's been a weird situation ever since that that uh, twenty five point uh, seven win document was crafted and it's just it's been kind of just hanging over the program and then during the bye week uh interim athletic director Beth Getz uh, said that Brian would not be back and you know one of the interesting side stories is since since that point um Brian Ferentz has declined to wear Iowa gear on the sidelines he just wears a plain black hoodie and uh and you know like this past weekend wore like a Carhartt hat instead of a Iowa stocking cap. Uh, so it's it's just uh, kind of a Cold War situation right now with with everything, I think. And it's um, but it's going to be an interesting offseason now with, you know, what's Kirk Ferentz do uh, with his offense coordinator and with his offense. And he's pretty much said, you know, whoever's changing the call the plays might change, but what we do probably won't. Yeah, and his argument would be we're 10-2 and and we won the West and we're in the Big Ten championship game, win or lose. We're the second-best team in the Big Ten, at least, at the end. So I'm not going to change what I'm doing. 
You drove out my son. You gave him an ultimatum, which is unheard of anywhere in college sports. Part of me, yeah. part of me was thinking when he got the game ball was it for most Big Ten wins or something. I saw on the Big Ten Network and past both Yeah, right, right. On the, the most, win total, right on the win total, and I'm you're, you're Kirk Ferentz, and you just had this season. I, I get you're making a ton of money as the Iowa head football coach. But they're going to show your son the door. Do you just announce after that game you're done, right? Yeah, that's you know that's come up in conversation with various people wondering if that might happen. But you know, thus far, Kirk has kind of said, um, "I'm coming back." So um, he's operating as if he's coming back right now. Now, could he change his mind? Certainly. And it wouldn't be the first coach that just kind of – he's big at assessing himself and the program after the season is done. So he probably won't really – I mean, he'll formulate some thought probably December, but until after the – you know, assuming they're playing in the January 1 bowl here, that that's, that's what they're going to do is just assess things at that point, and then he'll make his decision. Any other family members he could uh, put in as offensive coordinator just to stick it to <laughs> Iowa I have, administration? I have, uh, I have, you know, he's got two sons uh, beyond beyond Brian. Uh, James, who is, I think, still on the practice squad for the Patriots. He might be on the active roster now, but I joke that he and Stephen, his, his youngest son, who is coaching line, that he's going to hire uh, Stephen and uh and James as a co-offensive coordinator. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, before I let you go, by the way, Tom Kaker at com. if you want to get a look inside Iowa as they prepare for Michigan in the Big Ten championship football game on Saturday night. From your vantage point in Iowa City, from what you've seen from Michigan on TV, highlights, looking at games, getting ready, com, whatever, what impresses you the most about this Michigan team compared to other Michigan teams you've seen? You know, what's impressed me the most, besides Blake Quorum, I love Blake Quorum. I think he is just a tremendous running back, just toughness uh, that that he has shown. Uh, I think he's dynamite. Uh, But the thing that's impressed me the most this year about Michigan has been the growth of J.J. McCarthy. I think he is, uh, he's elevated himself. I wondered last year if he was, you know, more hype than uh, than reality, but boy, he is watching him play this past weekend. Boy, he just exudes leadership, uh, throws, makes some throws. That I mean, there was that sideline pass that he made on the run. Oh, you know, there's there's a small percentage of people on this planet that could make that throw and make it accurately. So um, he is uh, he's really shown me a lot, and, and I think that's maybe the biggest thing that I've seen from Michigan this year in terms of growth. What's your prediction on the game Saturday night? I threw out 28 to 6. So um, I, I think it's going to be just a low scoring uh, right around the number kind of game. How many times will Kirk Ferentz ask for the Statue of Liberty play? <laughs> <laughs> I would think they're going to, you know, last time Two years ago, they had a uh, they ran a uh, halfback pass to a fullback, and it failed miserably. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Right? Yeah, only only Iowa would run a halfback pass to a fullback. Surprise! I'm surprised it wasn't an eligible tackle. 
on the right they side. They tried one of those. They tried one of those earlier this year. You know, they have nothing to lose. Yeah, the one thing I'll say yeah. that you know, the Michigan Nation is talking about obviously what they did to Ohio State, and they're talking to uh, you know, hey, can they go finally win a college football playoff game or win it all? How do they match up against Georgia? Who's going to be their first round opponent? I'm like, you know, you still have a, a ten and two team ranked number eighteen that averages. 18 points a game. That's why they put them at number 18. I thought that was a tribute to Coach Ferentz. Uh, <laughs> well done there. Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, go jump on that, and you can take a look at the team Michigan's face on Saturday night for the Big Ten Championship. Tommy, always appreciate your time here on the huge show across Michigan. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. We are back inside the leadership locker room. Bill Simonson with Greg Harris. He has his book, Sage Advice, which covers leadership and all the principles necessary to run a business, own a business, and be a part of a successful business. And he joins us back in the locker room. How you doing, my man? Bill, great to see you today. All right, let's talk about Sage Advice, which now is available on Amazon. People can get it wherever they uh, download their books or buy them. But uh, let's give a thumbnail version of what Sage Advice is all about i think it came down for me bill i'm not a self-made person and most of us aren't people had influence mentors coaches are we coachable Uh, the wisdom they have that we can pass on i thought to myself i'm going to write it and i'm going to interview a lot of folks my parents my grandparents really gave me some great nuggets of truth to live by and i share them with the audience it's a fascinating book it's a little embarrassing because i didn't heed all of their advice all the time i'm not perfect but the book itself is uh, pretty much a celebration of honoring your elders and adhering to some wisdom they earned. Greg Harris, Sage Advice. If people want to read this book, uh, the online version, uh, I assume they get a paperback. Uh, where do they go to get Sage Advice? You can go to MaximizeLeadership.com. MaximizeLeadership.com. Or you can go to Amazon and put in the Sage Advice, Greg Harris. Oh, it pops up number you, one. You, you now you can get delivered by the Amazon truck. I can even do it in my Suburban if, if, if it's really good. Amazon's using those EV vehicles. I don't do EV. You no. can't hear them coming. No, no, they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Knock, knock. What's there? I got you sage advice from greg harris here's sage advice i'll give you sage advice some gas don't buy an ev gas in that van (laughs) (laughs) again look for the book sage advice greg harris joins us in the leadership locker room here on the huge show across michigan imagine this winning big at soaring eagle Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. 
You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Ton of action happening from the NHL College Football Championship weekend. Lions and the Saints on Sunday. Michigan and Iowa Saturday night. It's time to get in on the action. If you're a new customer, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And this week, they got a huge offer for new customers who bet five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. After they use code HUGE when they sign up, they'll get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA basketball game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, but only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. On the way, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com will join us from Indy on the eve of Michigan-Iowa in the Big Ten title game. More huge opinions on the Lions and the Saints on Sunday. I'll get to the Pistons, who have lost 16 straight. The Wings are playing fabulous hockey after the 5-1 win over the Hawks last night. I think getting Kane is a message to the team. We're ready to go and get back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Andrew Grassheis, he's part of a great leadership group, men and women in West Michigan, who are raising money for the West Michigan Ronald McDonald House. The Ada Chili and Beer Festival is free. You just have to buy tickets to eat and drink. That's tomorrow in downtown Ada. We'll talk to Grass before we're done. Big. Bad. Huge. Following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition canned cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. 
From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 huge. That's 1 What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey. 19 radio stations across the Michigan Sports Network. We are all about huge opinions, yours and mine. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, more on Michigan, Iowa, and the Big Ten title game tomorrow. We also have the Lions and the Saints on Sunday. We rolled out our Honolulu Blue huge questions of the day that you can answer. Pretty simple. You can tell me your prediction on the Lions and the Saints and also the 34 and a half for Michigan, Iowa, the over-under on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. That's a tough one. Man, I... I don't know. And if Michigan takes care of business as a 23-and-a-half-point favorite on the DraftKings big board, Sunday morning we'll find out who their matchup will be in the college football playoff, either at the Sugar Bowl, out in Los Angeles at the Rose Bowl, and the NCAA championship game will be in Houston, Texas this year. So you tell me over or under. Your prediction on the Lions and the Michigan game, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank, they're a Michigan-based bank with locations all across Michigan with Michigan decision makers. Good people at all Mercantile locations across Michigan. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. He's down in Indy. He'll be by in a moment. My conversation with Gary Dolphin, play-by-play radio voice of Iowa football on the eve of the championship game tomorrow. And our friends from the Ada Chili and Beer Festival. It happens tomorrow, wherever you're listening across the state. 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. You won't miss any of the big football games. They'll have the chili cook-off They have beverages, non-alcoholic and adult beverages. You just buy tickets. It's free to get in. There'll be music. And all the proceeds benefit the Ronald McDonald House of West Michigan. That's tomorrow, downtown Ada, here on the west side of the state, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. Let's travel down to Indy. Clayton Safey and the Wolverine.com team are there, ready for Michigan to win a third straight Big Ten title, and Clayton, nobody's really talking about this Iowa game because everybody's wondering who they're going to face in round one of the college football playoff. And even the ticket demand, it's one of the lowest championship games out of the Power Five because the Michigan fan ponying up big cash to watch Ohio State, and I think the Wolverine fans are saving their money for a playoff game. Yeah, and I wonder if Iowa fans are – saving their money knowing that it's, I think, the largest point spread in conference championship game history as well. So I think that probably has a factor, so it's a combination. But uh, still, I think a lot of Michigan fans that'll that'll come down, and I will have a good contingent as well. But you're right, it does feel like when you do something for the third time, not that it's less exciting, but it's just a little bit more routine. People have been here before, so 
Um, you know, I think it's kind of that sort of thing, but it's still, uh, you know, it's still exciting when you have a chance to win the Big Ten championship. And Michigan's heavily favored, obviously, but they got to get past this game. And then you also keep an eye on the rest of the games throughout the weekend too, because there's a lot of intrigue with different, uh, different, you know, scenarios that could play out and teams that could make it in, teams that could drop out of the top four. So I think it's going to be a, a really fun weekend overall across college football. All right. Uh, why is Michigan a 23-and-a-half-point favorite? Why would those Hawkeye fans not even make the trip? Uh, this Michigan football team, and a question I've asked all the Wolverine.com people, how is this more of a championship next-level type of team than the previous two years? And I'm talking not just Big Ten title, but the national championship. Yeah, I think the thing that separates them this year is – the quarterback. I mean, just having J.J. McCarthy back this year, um, he's, you know, last year he would make mistakes here and there and wasn't as clean maybe as you wanted him to. And again, he was coming off an injury the offseason before. But this year it just feels like everything's clicking with him and he doesn't have the, the numbers maybe that some of these Heisman contenders do this year. But they don't ask him to do as much. And But when they do ask him to make plays, he does that. I mean, you saw it in the Ohio State game. Just so clean. 16-20, to 20, he makes a touchdown pass threads the needle on third and 10 in that, um, you know, to, to score a touchdown for Roman Wilson. And then you look at some of the other big plays that he was able to make to keep drives alive, pick them up some first downs. Uh, I think it's the quarterback play. Um, you know, not that you're going to go as far as your quarterback takes you, cause there's a lot more that goes into it. But I think in terms of ceiling of this team compared to a year ago, it's the quarterback play. And then if you're, you know, why is Michigan a 23 point favorite? I just think, Iowa, you got to give them credit for winning 10 games, but, I mean, their strength of schedule, the Big Ten West, I mean, it was a complete mess this year. And then they get the one crossover game against Penn State, and they get shut out 31 to nothing. So I think it kind of tells you everything you need to know. They're a one-dimensional team that probably has a better off or defense on paper than it really is if push comes to shove. So that's kind of that's the way I see it. But I think Michigan, if they're able to get past Iowa, is certainly one of the top two or three teams in terms of odds to win the national championship. Yeah. And, and out of all the teams that could be there, and we'll find out Sunday morning, Clayton and Clayton safety for the Wolverine.com joining us from Indy looking ahead to tomorrow night's Iowa, Michigan, big 10 title game, but even jumping ahead to a possible opening final four matchup and a championship matchup. What would be the best, options if you're a Michigan fan that you would want this team first this team in the title game yeah I think well one just this weekend you want Florida State to win I know it's going to be tough apparently their backup quarterback may even be hurt himself this week so he's going to be a game day decision tomorrow against Louisville they're only three-point favorite or two and a half so I think you you want to face Florida State just because they don't have their starting quarterback Jordan Travis is out for the season and then I think you probably want Washington to win tonight over Oregon. I think Oregon looks a little bit more scary. Washington feels more like, I'm not saying you want to face TCU, but Washington feels more like the TCU of this year where they kind of skated by throughout the year or were able to survive some close games. And you got to give them credit for doing that, being undefeated. But uh, I think those would be the top two teams. Then you start looking at, well, do you want to play Washington out west? I think that's a little bit tougher. Uh, but at the end of the day, you want the best matchup. Uh, and I think that that would be it. And then in the championship, if you could somehow avoid a Georgia, um, if they were to lose to Alabama and get left out this weekend, I think that would be ideal. But um, it'll just be interesting to see how all those play out. I think if you're Michigan, you still you know just fortunate to get in. Any team is 
when it's only four teams, and then you kind of take your shot. You're going to have to beat really good teams to great teams. You're going to have to perform well on the big stage. Michigan still has to prove it can do that. Um, so I think that if they get past Iowa, yeah, you, there's some uh, matchups are more favorable than others, but you just want to get in for sure and, and give yourself a chance. Yeah, and they do have a chance because I, I watched their defense. That was the first time I've seen Ohio State. I know two years ago they were dominant in the snow. But the the Michigan defense, to me, looks like the defensive units we've seen on SEC teams or Ohio State you know, championship game teams. They Their athleticism, their speed to the ball, I really think, and obviously J.J. maturing, I, I think those two things are why I like Michigan to win the next three games. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair point. It starts up front too with with that defense and the D line and the depth that they've been able to develop. It's almost uh, Chris Ballas and I were talking during the Michigan Ohio State game up in the press box. We're like, man, they almost rotate too much. But that's a testament to how many guys they have that are ready uh, and that are talented um, and a lot of veterans with experience too. But it starts up front with them, and then you just think of the plays this defense has made throughout the course of the year. Four pick sixes, a couple of them really changing the momentum of a couple different games, you know, where the Rutgers game comes to mind. They had, uh, you know, a couple of them at Minnesota, you know, they were going to win those games anyway, but Mikey Sainer still leads the charge there. Um, and, and a bunch of other guys that just come up big when they need them to. So that defense has been, has been huge for them and it's been complimentary football. Then you, you couple in the, the special teams, which have improved, I think in punt game and James Turner, the, the field goal kicker, they got kind of a complete, team right now uh, that I think really has a, a good shot to make it as far as, as you know they want to go. Clayton Zafi, he's down in Indy right now. Uh, Elmo's, he's looking at the menu. Chris Ballas is looking at the On3.com expense account. That thing is going to get blown up like a slot machine at Soarin' Eagle. And we're not going to apologize for it either. So uh, Superfly was asking me, what's Elmo's? Elmo's has a legendary shrimp cocktail, right? Yep, St. Elmo's Steakhouse. They got the shrimp cocktail. They got great steak. Um, so yeah, and there's a tons of steakhouses down here too that are that are definitely uh, iconic. It seems like almost when you're talking to me, I can hear you drooling. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> you got a reservation. Who, who doesn't get a? I'm telling you, you want to change the world? Offer up free food to people. They'll they'll do anything. Free T-shirts at a sporting event or free food. I swear to God, you could be walking through a war zone. They go, would you like to sample the pizza? I would. Oh, my gosh. Is that cured pepperoni? Uh, free food and T-shirts. Change the world, man. We walk around We walk around city to city with a food cart and a T-shirt launcher. We'll probably get an elected president and vice president. You'd have me. Yeah, I'd be on board for sure. So how much, uh, what will your dinner cost if you were paying tonight? Because Elmo's is legendary. All the big names go in there. That's where I go when I'm down there. I don't need a reservation. They just look at me, I nod, and they bring out what I need. Uh, what What's the damage? If you were having to pay yourself tonight on everything you're going to eat, what would be the damage on your meal at Elmo's and Indy? I'd probably, I'd probably push 100 You know, steak maybe. Uh, that's tip money for me. Yeah, that's nothing. Uh, that's nothing for the huge one. Uh, but no, I... 60, 70 uh, for a steak, and then you get the shrimp cocktail and maybe you have a couple drinks. So maybe you're a little bit over 100 if I was, if I was yeah. really pushing it. But I've been out with Ballas. Take it a little easier. On those Tallymore uh, golf summits with Skeen, and I know you popped up there to golf and 
Superfly Ballas carries around a calculator when he said he's picking up dinner and he and he's looking at the menu and he's calculating as I'm ordering. And then on purpose, I would order extra stuff I wouldn't even eat. Just to yeah. annoy him. <laughs> One time he looked at well, me, he said, You need soup? So I got the soup. I didn't eat it. And then afterwards, I go, I want a dessert. You have strawberry cheesecake. He goes, You don't need a dessert. I go, uh, you're buying, I order what I want to. Naturally, that escalated into a full-fledged argument that carried over to the golf course the next day. All right, Clayton. All right, what's your uh, final prediction on the game? I got 34-3 to Michigan. I think it's going to be probably tight for a little bit um, in this game, and Michigan will be able to pull away once uh, once the floodgates open a little bit. But I don't see Iowa scoring much, and – I think even if they muck it up for a while, Michigan's going to eventually be able to make some plays and, and put some points on the board. Um, so I guess I got Michigan and, and also covering the spread as well. Wow. Yeah, see, and you have them 34-3 would put it over at 34.5 is the total yeah. points over under on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. And then you got that 23.5 that Michigan's favored by. that. That, it's almost like they're asking Michigan people not to bet on the game, or you're betting on Michigan to shut them out or only allow three, like you're saying, right? Yeah, that's true. And also, I was looking on the DraftKings Sportsbook app earlier, but team total for Iowa is what, six and a half or seven and a half? And then the, each half, it's like two and a half. So uh, if you want to really get crazy with it, you take Michigan, Michigan over, Iowa team total under, and then call it a night, I think. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, over under six and a half points that Iowa will score, and you wonder why some Iowa fans aren't aren't paying the money to drive in uh, from the state of Iowa. Over under six and a half points. Hey kids, you want to jump in the RV? We're going to Indy. Really, Dad? Will we see him score a touchdown? No, just two field goals. Oh my God, I cannot. Those numbers are absolutely insane, man. They are. They're crazy. I feel bad for Iowa fans a little bit. So Well, they do have – and their defense is banged up, and they lost their best special teams guys. So, you know, 10-2 and two team, they're top 20 in the country. Uh, they're top 20 in the college football playoff rankings from last Tuesday. So, still got to play the game. You know, Michigan could give yeah. them pick sixes. We've seen it before where we thought they are going to trounce TCU, and before you knew it, Michigan's chasing points, right? Mm-hmm. No doubt. You still got to go play well. Yeah. I mean, it's no disrespect to Iowa. I mean, their offense hasn't been good, but they still have a chance here. Um, so if you're Michigan, play well, don't make mistakes, execute and, and uh, you know, try to take that trophy from Tony Petiti at the end of the night. Petiti with Harbaugh. I'm telling you, I think they're going to, they're going to offer up a pay-per-view for an extra 1999 that you're going to be able to see that afterwards. Yeah, I would pay. I mean, I'll be there, but I would I would pay nineteen ninety nine for that. It's going to be interesting to see if Michigan is fortunate enough to win. Uh, what what that whole deal looks like um, because that's the guy that suspended you, your own conference, and pretty much a unilateral decision by the by the commissioner and wrote a twenty page report or whatever it was. So there's definitely some bad blood there, but I would expect Michigan to to handle it, take the high road, handle it with classes. They have most of this stuff. The, uh, you know, the last couple months. Or you send Sharon Moore up there to get it. Yeah, maybe. Right? 
And then Har- I think Tony Petitti would prefer that, though. And then, then Harbaugh is just blazing <laughs> with double birds down here below it. <laughs> what What if he sent up Connor Stallions to get the trophy? <laughs> Could happen. Hey, any update? I asked Anthony Broom this because he went to CMU. Before we're done, is there is there any update from anywhere? NCAA CMU on who exactly was on the sidelines for that CMU Michigan State game? Anything? Again, it's my favorite part of this whole deal. There's no update. It doesn't seem like anything has come of that. I don't even know if that guy existed, the guy on the CMU side. I don't think it was Connor Stallions because if it was, it would have been confirmed by now. It would be easy for CMU, Michigan State, uh, stadium security, somebody, somebody to uh, say it. Uh, but if it was someone else, wouldn't they be able to tell us who that was? I agree. Let's just give us a name. What if he wasn't there and that was a ghost and it's going to be like on UFOs on Max? That was a ghost. I think that's what it was. Nah, I don't know. I, I did see those glasses. Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network has a pair of those meta glasses that he can snap photos and it lights up. He, and he can listen and stuff, yeah. So I, but he can't take photos that far away. I, who knows? Uh, you know, we got a great weekend with Iowa, Michigan, and then also uh, we get that college football playoff announcement on Sunday. Clayton Safey, uh, Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, John Borton, Doug Skeen, the entire Wolverine.com crew. Uh, taking you inside Michigan football all season long, leading up to the championship game during and after at thewolverine.com. And also follow Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, and Anthony Broom, and John Borden on Twitter. My man, enjoy the game tomorrow. Enjoy that dinner tonight. You deserve it. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right, there he is, Clayton Safey from thewolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions are coming off of a disappointing performance on Thanksgiving as they fell to the Green Bay Packers 29-22. They're currently 8-3 on the year and sit in third right now in the NFC standings if the season ended today. Good thing for them, it doesn't. Now the fans might be concerned but head coach dan campbell isn't man it's doom and gloom outside our building and uh we got six to go we got an unbelievable opportunity and man i i love it i really do man so this is what we find out what we're made of um and really everybody in this league for that matter the lions play four of those remaining six on the road and that starts this sunday down in the bayou against the new orleans saints at one o'clock on fox here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktails available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. 
bonus points with M Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop, and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Gary Dolphin, voice of Iowa football and basketball. You know, Gary, if you look at the Big Ten this year, on and off the field and mostly off the field, the drama connected to almost every school has been phenomenal. And yes, at not at the level of Michigan and the sign stealing, but Ohio State got dragged into that. Rutgers, uh, you get, you know, Ference's son and the ultimatum on averaging a certain number uh, for points. I, I've never seen the storylines away from the actual games like I have this year connected to Big Ten football. No, you're exactly right. And uh, <laughs> I've been telling people apparently Iowa is the only state in the country where it's college athletes wager on games, even if it's legal. Uh, that one I'm still scratching my head about. But it is what it is. It's, uh, you know, the social media, everything's instant. Uh, on the news, uh, weather, sports, what have you, Bill. And, uh, so whatever, nothing can hide out there, and it's uh, not that we want it to, but uh, the, the Brian Ferentz, not only the ultimatum on making the numbers, but uh, the bomb that was dropped on him four weeks uh, from the end of the season with Iowa in first place in the West Division and, and the uh, public statement by the athletic department that you absolutely will not be back next year. Uh, as one Iowa booster said, well, what if we average 50 points and and 500 yards the next four weeks? Huh? Well, we'll see. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, but it is it is uh, it has been a strange uh, season of uh, year for uh, off the field. Antics. I mean, Iowa, all the injuries and, and the Ferentz story and the uh, sports wagering and, and on and on and on. And like you say, nothing to the level of um, what happened in Ann Arbor or what is going on in Ann Arbor. And it sure doesn't appear to have uh, phased the football team on the field anyway. Yeah, both teams. Uh, Iowa 10-2, and two, number 18 yeah. in the country, averaging 18 points a game with little offense. Uh, Michigan navigated all this off the field uh, noise and one at Penn State, one at Maryland, beat Ohio State last Saturday. They're on the other side of that 
Big Ten championship game. Iowa comes in playing with house money, 23-point underdog. No pressure on them. I wonder how that comes into play going into this game and during. I think it's a factor because of the head coach. Uh, every time somebody draws a line in the sand or throws a gauntlet down in front of this guy, uh, he just burrows back into his office and says, okay. You know, he told me once uh, the three greatest coaches, uh, not counting Joe Moore, who was his high school coach, whom the Offensive Line of the Year award is named after, but the three greatest coaches he ever worked for were uh, uh, Bill Belichick, Ted Marchabroda, and Hayden Fry. Mm. Well, those three had quite the personalities beyond their coaching skills. And obviously, Kirk has taken uh, a basket full of notes from each. And, uh, you know, Hayden Fry was a psychology major, and Ference is not. But I'm sure he's using a little bit of Hayden Fry's uh, uh, character and nature in, in rallying the troops, circling the wagons, and uh, the proofs in the pudding. And, yeah, their offense has really struggled especially after Cade McNamara and the two top tight ends went out in game or week three or four or whatever it was. But uh, Deacon Hill's getting better. The kid hadn't played in three years, and he's getting better and better and better. Now he still has, has some issues, and I can promise you uh, LeSean Williams is going to get the ball a lot Saturday night. The trio of running backs are going to try and control the clock, and if Torrey Taylor have to, has to kick it to the other end of the stadium all night long, the Hawks are very content playing field position with that defense. Gary Dolphin is a talented voice of Iowa football and basketball, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the huge show across Michigan, Hawkeyes and the Wolverines, Saturday night for the Big Ten Championship. Uh, where do you put this Michigan team uh, that you've seen this year as much as you uh, have caught Wolverine games well, where do they rate against the best Big Ten teams you've seen? Well, they're right at the top, uh, Bill, and, and as good as J.J. Uh, McCarthy is and uh, the, the outstanding running backs and uh, you know Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum and the tight ends are spectacular. Uh, the Indiana transfer is really a good player. Uh, it's the defense that really balances uh, Michigan's complete package. Uh, I, I think they're, they're very strong in both areas. and Especially, uh, they, they really jam things up front. they got a couple of returning stars this year. Their linebackers are always solid, and obviously we know what the secondary can do in terms of forcing turnovers, and that, that's typically the key in a game like this. It certainly is the key with Iowa Saturday night. Uh, you know, the Hawkeyes with that defense, are usually plus 8, plus 10 every year in turnovers. They're minus 1. And it has a lot to do with the offense just unable to move the ball and then try and press things. And next thing you know, it's an interception. But they've gotten back. They were minus five or six. They've they've got, with the help of the defense, they've gotten back to about level 500 on plus minus turnovers. Uh, They're they're very... They're, they're one of the least penalized teams, I, I speak of Iowa, uh, in the Big Ten. And, and they're going to need to play a near-perfect game to beat this Michigan. I, I, I would say uh, balance is the big thing I see in this Michigan team. It's, it's as good a team and obviously as well-coached a team as, as, as I can remember going back to the Schembechler era. One thing I noticed and I was at the Ohio State game at the Big House, this is – by far, collectively as a unit on defense, the fastest Michigan team to the football that I've seen. 
on on deal. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's a mouthful because uh, I was there in 2021 when it got away from Iowa late in the first half, ended up being 42-3 uh, in favor of Michigan at uh, Lucas Oil Field. And I thought up until that point that might have been the fastest Michigan defense led by uh, the incomparable Aiden Hutchison. And they had great linebackers that year. But but I think I go back to the word balance. I, I think this defense uh, front to back is as balanced as I can remember. Now, uh, you know, we have we played Michigan, uh, what, three straight years, I believe, counting the regular season in the playoffs. And, and, and they're all they've all been good. But uh, I I would put that 21 defense at least in the neighborhood with the, with this defense this year. Not as balanced, though, and, and I agree with you there. On the speed end, probably the fastest. You're probably accurate there. I had Tom uh, Kaker from HawkeyeReport.com, and I said it really is about the strengths of Iowa, which you mentioned, he mentioned, its defense and special teams. That's our game plan. It is, a- it, it is, and, and they've been joined at the hip uh, all, all year long. Uh, Tory Taylor, uh, just a phenomenal leg, averaging 48 yards a punt. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's number one in the country, but it's certainly top five. He's a finalist for the Ray Guy Award. Uh, Ed Podolak, who does the games with me, uh, who knows a little bit some about great football, uh, played against Ray Guy, and he said he'd, he'd never seen anybody hit the ball as high as he could. Maybe Reggie Roby would come close. Uh, Reggie, uh, another former great Hawkeye. But he said Tory Taylor mechanically is uh, very close to Ray Guy. Uh, and Ray Guy, would just, the, the, the key with Ray Guy was he'd hit it up so high you'd probably uh, wait 30 seconds for it to come down. He, he, he and, and that's where Tory Taylor, he can do that. He can position the ball outside the numbers. To get it to go out of bounds where he wants, he can back it up inside the five or the ten yard line. He's re- really been remarkable. Just one in a, a line of many great Australian punters. I think there are sixty that dot college rosters this year. Gary Dolphin, love hearing his voice on the show on Hawkeye football and basketball games. Iowa, Michigan, Big Ten championship on Saturday night. Gary, safe travels to and from the game. Look forward to our next conversation. I always look forward to that, Huge. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, Happy holidays, everybody. Everything Huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. For goodness sake, wear your seatbelt. Better yet, for your family's sake, your friend's sake, for your own sake, buckle up. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police sees firsthand what happens when seatbelts aren't used. We want Michigan to be the leader in seatbelt use. We want everyone in Michigan to get home safely. For everyone's sake, buckle up every time. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. Imagine this. 
Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan Championship Weekend. Oregon, Washington tonight should be a good one. Michigan and Iowa, the late one tomorrow night. Also, Alabama, Georgia at 4 o'clock. Monday show will be all over. The Big Ten title game, the college football playoff announcement, and also the Lions and the Saints on Sunday down in New Orleans. I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. Annual event. Downtown Ada, thousands of people converge on the Ada Chili Cook-Off Beer Festival. It's family-friendly. Uh, it's free to get in. You just have to buy the tickets uh, to eat and also uh, drink your favorite uh, beverages. Andrew Grassheis is with a really special team of men and women uh, who get together every year, make this happen, and also all the proceeds benefit the West Michigan Ronald McDonald House uh, which is there for families uh, going through tough times uh, when their kids are in the hospital. Grass is standing by. How you doing, my man? I'm great, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. So for people wondering, like I said earlier this afternoon, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. tomorrow, so you won't miss Alabama, Georgia, and you won't miss uh, Michigan, Iowa tomorrow night. But if you want to watch the other games, you guys have TV set up. You have the music. You have the chili uh, cook-off contest, you have the adult beverages, family-friendly beverages. Uh, it's free to get in. You just have to buy tickets to eat and drink. That's correct. Yeah, it's almost like the greatest combo ever, right? So um, on the top of the uh, tents, we we use the as a movie screen, uh, if you will, for the 
for the games, uh, Big 12 championship at noon, and and uh, and then you know families come following the Santa Parade at eight in the morning, and we uh, we we bring the beer and the chili for them to come warm their bellies uh, for that early afternoon. All right, so it's downtown Ada, uh, First Community Church. People will see the huge tent. Uh, Eleven a.m. It opens, correct? That's correct. Yep, eleven a.m. And goes until three. That's correct. Yep. And music, I, I assume, entertainment again. All the you know the people making the chili and uh, that contest going on, and just really a, a great get together to kind of kick off the holidays and also raise money for Ronald McDonald House of West Michigan. Explain the connection uh, with your board with First Community Church, uh, with everyone who volunteers, this connection to Ronald McDonald House of West Michigan. Yeah, um, so we started this marriage a handful of years ago. Um, you know, where the event sits is on the community uh, the, the community church in Ada, and um, they're a recipient of some of the proceeds that goes to their outreach program. And we, we wanted to get another charity involved, of which was the Ronald McDonald House, and it's just been uh, a blessing, to say the least. And, um, you know, there are volunteers that come from other corporations that work with Ronald McDonald House that want to be a part of the event. And, you know, obviously the funding, you know, is a byproduct of that. But it's for the patrons that come, you know, I really can't explain just how much energy and fun it is to be a part of something during the day of um, that brings joy to, to, to not just people that it attend the event, but also to, to, you know, uh, to the people that are the recipients of, of staying at the house and, and, uh, being able to be near their children, um, that may be in the NICU or obviously our amazing hospitals downtown. Um, so that, you know, there's, there's that safety net there. Grass, have a great event. I'll see you tomorrow there. Downtown Ada, the community church. You'll see the huge tent. Uh, if you love chili, uh, you love great, Beer. They'll also have family-friendly, non-alcoholic uh, beverages available for sale. Remember, it's free to get in uh, with yep. entertainment, the TV, so you can stay up to date on football. 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. Uh, tomorrow on the west side of the state. Uh, in Ada, you can look up Ada uh, Chili Cook-Off. Well, what's the official Facebook page name again? Ada Chili Beer Festival in downtown Ada. Yeah. Yes. Ada, Ada Chili Beer Festival. You can look that up if you need Uh, more information. Grass, uh, have a great Saturday, and I'll uh, stop by and see you. Can't wait, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, there he is, Andrew Grass Heist with the team. They ate a chili and beer festival. Music, free to get in. He's got to buy tickets for the beverages you prefer and to sample the chili. 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. in downtown Ada with Community Church. Uh, And then you can watch the games. I'm going to go and then go watch Alabama, Georgia, and Uh, Michigan, Iowa with some friends. Lions and Lomas Brown and Dan Miller, TJ Lang will be in New Orleans on Sunday for the Saints and the Lions. How would you like to win Lomas's golf cart? Well, if you want a chance at getting into the drawing, or actually you'll get into the drawing, a chance at winning it, text IMPACT to 21000 and IMPACT Power Sports. They're located on the west side of the state in Rockford on 14 Mile Road. They're going to give one lucky huge show listener Lomas Brown's golf cart. It is tricked out. That's what they do. They can customize any golf cart for anything you need at Impact Power Sports. Again, on 14 Mile uh, in Rockford. 
And also, Impact just became Michigan's newest authorized Yamaha golf cart dealer. They're in Rockford, north side of GR and 14 Mile Road. And with Christmas just around the corner, Impact Power Sports, they've got a huge selection of kids' ATVs, golf carts, and you can custom design it. Colors, what you want in the golf cart, you know, for your neighborhood, for your golf club, uh, for the cottage, uh, for your workplace. Maybe you're someplace where you need a golf cart to get around. Uh, go talk to Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports and also get set for Christmas. Like I said, uh, ATVs, uh, golf carts, UTVs, e-bikes, more, and those Yamaha golf carts that you can have custom designed and tricked up for what you want. That's at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, west side of the state, a statewide destination for all your power toy needs. And if you want to get your name in the drawing to win Lomas Brown's golf cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That is IMPACT to 21000. So I said I was going to end the show with my predictions officially on air with Superfly Hayes for the championship games this weekend. I'll begin with Oregon-Washington. I think Oregon is going to win that game 41-31. They could be the team Michigan faces in the Rose Bowl. I like the Wolverines. I'm going to stick with 17. That's just the number sticking with me. 24-7. You know, 20-3. Something like that. I believe with how powerful that Ohio State win was and everything leading up to it off the field, there could be a little emotional letdown because even the fans, and I spent most of the day talking about who they're going to play in the Final Four, right? So unless Iowa doesn't show up, like they get ready for kickoff. Hi, everybody, Gus Johnson. Wait, Iowa decided not to come. They said, hey, good luck, Michigan. No, we're good on the signs thing. We're just not showing up. We'll go to Elmo's. We're going to have some of that shrimp cocktail with that spicy horseradish sauce that Clayton Safey told us about. I like the Lions in a tight one, 24-21 on Sunday in New Orleans. Just get a W. They can't lose. Because that would be close to three losses, if not four, if you count the L.A. Chargers game. I'd love to see a convincing, you know, 27-10 win. New Orleans is banged up. Three other four top receivers are out. Their defense is ravaged by injuries. Just get a W. So I'll go 24-21 Lions in a tight one. And back to college football, I think Alabama will beat Georgia. I'll say 27-24. That will be the final number. And Louisville will beat Florida State. So those predictions create a dilemma come Sunday morning for the college football playoff committee. Based on my predictions that I just gave you statewide, Michigan would be the one seed. Oregon would be the two seed. Alabama or Texas? Does Alabama get in and jump Texas even though Texas won at Tuscaloosa, but Alabama just beat the number one team in the country. I'll say Alabama will get that nod. So Alabama's the three seed, and then the four seed 
is at Texas right there. So we could get Michigan, Texas down at the Sugar Bowl, and Oregon, Alabama would be out at the Rose Bowl. That's my huge prediction, and I'm sticking with it. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.